0: All right, and welcome back to the Shuttlecock podcast. My name is Aaron Rhodes. Uh, the podcast is sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at Seventh Heaven, offering new and used vinyl at 76 Intrust in Kansas City. This week on the show, we have Dakota Shit. How are you
1: doing? I'm good. How how are you, Aaron? I'm pretty darn good. I'm happy to have you here. Me too. I is is an honor and a and a pleasure to be on your podcast.
0: No, you know don't. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, mix too much honor with uh, pleasure, though. Oh you yeah, know, you know that's true because it's pleasure can most is usually dishonorable. Yeah, that, that you know, and that's how it works in the the music business. You know, uh, it, oh I know, and th- this is my bad. I'm we're, I'm just continuing off air uh, small talk, but we're we're, we're going to get to some big talk here. You know, Dakota's got uh, the big tunes, all the good rock music that we're going to... I do. ...get to the cover here. Uh, so, yeah, what 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 was your first introduction to, you know, rock music and, and whatnot? Like, play, playing it or or, or, or loving it? Uh, I, we'll get to each. I guess we'll just start with uh, loving it. Unless you, unless you played it before you loved it. No, I... That would I, be
1: a twist. That would... Kind of. I think I really... I don't think I really... I never thought... I never wanted to be a musician or anything. I just... I had a friend whenever I was, like, in, like, fifth and sixth grade who his dad had a bunch of, like, punk records and stuff. So, like, I listened to the Ramones and, and Green Day, obviously, and the Misfits and the Dead Kennedys and Fat Boy Slim. And that was whenever I really, like, was like, yeah, music is awesome. I'm going to do this. Listen to it, not play it. But then later, all my friends started bands, and I was like, I want to I wanna do that. And so I did. And then, I don't know. I've been playing music since I was 15.
0: And I, I kind of feel like most people, like it might not be like the stuff that they're like super into, but a lot of people will get like their initial like kind of music influence from their like immediate family. But I guess you, you were saying that yours kind of came from a friend. and I mean, family. my
1: brothers were like, Kind of punk dudes. They like loved ICP and Mudvayne. That's pretty cool. Yeah, That's... no, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, they showed me some cool music, oh. and I like my grandmother showed me uh, like ska music, like Operation Ivy and stuff, and Rancid, and I was like, I was like, yeah, hence the uh, ska coda
0: title. Some people do call me that. I'm, I'm sorry if, if I. I no, I'm not a fan of.
1: I'm I'm not offended. Do you, do, do you welcome this moniker? I I think it's fine. I think that it's a part of my personality that I can't really run away from anymore. You know, I just you know, my blood is checkerboard. Man, that's, yeah, that's deep. I know. <laughs> bla- we're, we're digging
0: deep here in the in the first five minutes. Uh, no, but um, so you end up at, at a friend's house, and that's when you really kind of get your your. Your first kind of favorite bands and all that? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Like, you know, like we dance around and stuff. We're as little kids, yeah. which is cool. I don't know. But I just realized that it was a good way to feel good without really trying very hard. And it just felt, it felt, it's good. You know, music, listen to music is healthy, it's, mm. it's very healthy. It as is. we all know, the best part about music is that when it hits you, you feel no pain. Honestly, that's. Preach. Preach. No, but, no, that is. I
0: feel like I. Like, for someone that's, like, super, like, interested in music and musicians and everything like that, I feel like my, like, basic reason for, like, doing that is a little more simple than everyone else. Like, I feel like, like, music for me has always just been, like, it makes every, like, it adds... Positively to anything you're doing, like if you're driving yeah. it makes driving better if you're sitting in a room it makes you sitting in a room better and like I feel like a lot of people have more like kind of like intense and like psychological reasons, <laughs> like if you were to ask them like why why is music special? I'm like, no, it just makes doing stuff
1: cooler I don't know yeah it's you know it's a way to make. Your life better. That's it's easy. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, it's so it's great. It's perfect. That's enough of a reason to you know love it. Sure is. But but that one that one on
0: a t-shirt, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, yeah. So once once you kind of have your taste kind of starting to form, you you mentioned that you do want to start a band with
1: some of your friends. And like, how how old are you at that point? Uh, I mean, when I first. Like joined a band I was like fourteen, and it was just like some kids that I went to school with, and I didn't play an instrument i just like i uh i was the i was the vocalist mm-hmm. and uh yeah whatever it was like stupid it was it was like really dumb, but you know it was just a way for me to spend my life but then i the first time I actually like started a band i joined a band and like it was like a thing and it happened I was like fifteen and I, like, finally found other people who liked the same kind of music I liked because everyone else around me, like, I would try to show them, like, like, punk music or even, like, ska music. Like, some of them like the ska music. They're like, yeah, this is cool. But, like, nobody would ever listen to, like, punk music, and that was, like, the music that seemed like I could actually probably – it was, like, accessible kind of, but.
0: And what was that first real band that you were playing in?
1: It was, a, it was a called the, the, um, wait no, it was called some some pelicans. Some pelicans, some pelicans yeah. And, I,
0: and, I, and I'm guessing that this predates drooling slits. Oh yeah, this yeah. was
1: this was like, that. I fronted that band, mm. I did vocals. We played one show at uh, the. I'm trying to remember. It was in Leavenworth, uh, yeah. It was in Leavenworth, Kansas. There was just like some weird venue. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was called. Mm. It's, it's been 10 years. Wow. It's not that long. Grizzled veteran. I know, right? I've been grueling away. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. <laughs> but yeah. Some- no, wait. someone help Dakota sell out. Please. Yeah. Give me money. Give me my money.
0: <laughs> so, but so, Drooling Slits is the, the high school punk band you end up in?
1: Yeah. That's a, after like trying to do, like after I like, started playing drums, I played like, a band called Pink Twinkies, which is also very embarrassing. Um, well, I mean, whatever. I guess it's not that embarrassing. It was a lot of fun. Like I got to play out of town once. But then I started, yeah. Me and my fr- my friend, uh, who I'd been in all those bands with, I had a friend named Deto, and then Trey Brown, and we started this, uh, like kind of like our first hardcore band like a real like there was no ska in it like we didn't play any ska songs we yeah. just like played really really fast real and, angry shit oh yeah we were so we were so mad about being in high school I guess and you know our parents normal 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 teenage things no that, no yeah I
0: I have been you know I don't I have not been as mad as I was in high school since I was in high school you know like that's uh that's
1: enough source material right there, I think. Yeah, your biology is just angry at that point in time, yeah. right? If you mean with hormones? Hormones. Hormone. Oof. Yeah, right, it's too much. I don't want to think about it again. It's over. <laughs> I think that part of my life is is done. But, uh, yeah, I did I did the Julian Slits, and that was cool. It's like my first time I ever got to go on tour, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to meet a lot of really awesome people, and it really changed my life a lot. And it, it changed my life, and then I was... Sometimes I'm like, "Was that really good that I did that because now I just only know how to play in bands, <laughs> I'm not good at anything a little, else. A little case of uh punk rock ruined my life, yeah, and, but it made it better no it's so to- it's totally it's always worth it, always always worth it, never no regret, never no regret oh don't I don't regret anything,
0: yeah, no, and uh so I'm not like you you mentioned you you guys did get to go on tour in that band and mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure like. On the the band's band camp, there's like a, a live recording
1: from like a New Orleans radio station played at. Yeah, you guys play that? Like yeah that? that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put on I don't remember what it was called, but it was this like the New Orleans College Radio and uh, the person who booked our show was um, this lady named Candace who played in a band called Necro Hippies and I don't know, she just hooked us up so hard, and mm. she, like, basically booked that entire tour for us, because for some reason, a bunch of angry 17-year-olds was, like, appealing to her, or whatever, mm. but, yeah, we got to play on that radio show, and it's really awkward, but it was, it was really cool. We got to play this warehouse space called Noemi Asto, which I don't think exists anymore, but, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what year that was, like, 2010? So, yeah, it was cool. I don't know. That was, that would, like, yeah, that whole experience just completely ruined me
0: <laughs> what, what, in the best you, way. What what do you think about that tour was, like, so, like, formational
1: for you? I mean, just the idea that, like, I mean, like, that was a, an intense exposure. Because, I mean, before that, I had gone on tour one time, like, for a couple of days, like, but just in the Midwest. But it was, like, the first time ever where I was, I felt like I had true, like, some true form of independence and, you know, like, whatever, like, there was nobody telling us what to do and we could just, like, you know, like, we got stuck in a place, it wasn't like we had to stay there, like, our, like one of our first shows, like, half the shows on that tour draw, like were dropped, so there was a lot of, like, not doing anything, but, you know, it was like, oh, well, you know, we can't play a show in somewhere in Florida, we couldn't get a show, so we're just gonna go to the beach and have a great day as, like, 17-year-old kids on our own. I don't know. That was awesome. Yeah, just, like, the pure independence and also, like, the exposure to, like, people who, for the first time in my life, I, like, really felt like I could look up to, who I admired and, like, seemed to live a life that, to me, made more sense than, like, the life that everyone else had shown me Mm -hmm. or whatever, like, media and stuff that wasn't, like, Star Wars, you know? Like, I can't be a Jedi, I could be a cool not well not just cool but just like you know I can play music I guess mm-hmm. I don't know that's like a really I think that sounds stupid but no that's no that's right I stand oh, by yeah. I stick yeah, with yeah. it yeah I'm like a Jedi <laughs> <laughs> no no and uh yeah
0: I think like either it takes a like either you go on tour I I've, I've never been on like any type of full length tour myself but like I feel like either you go on like a DIY tour or you just spend like Maybe, like, a year or, like, at least a while in, like, uh, like, a DIY scene in your own town. Just, like, seeing bands and people come through. Mm-hmm. And I think at a certain point on either of those things, like, you do kind of have, like, a click where, like, you realize that there's, like, a whole country out there and there are communities just like yours and people yeah. that think like you and... Are are admirable to a certain extent, and yeah. be a pretty exciting time, and because it
1: usually comes when you're a teenager, I think. So yeah, the alienation definitely like kind of ends a little bit once you realize that there's this, like it's like oh no, it's like we're all living in America, and it's it sucks for a lot of people, and it's I mean, it doesn't suck that bad. Be, I mean, I don't know. I'm we're not gonna talk politics. <laughs> But um, you know, it's definitely it's definitely a cool like enriching moment to to be like, oh, dude, you're like the same, you're so like we're so similar and we just like like all the same stuff. But we just met today and now we're now we're best friends.
0: Oh yeah, and I and I think even like another experience like that that kind of can even like speed up the process is like just going to like a like a two or three day fest also mm-hmm. like because you just you know, you see the same people the whole weekend, you you know, and you get to, you know, go out to eat with them. You see the bands with them and hang out for like 72 hours and you're just instant. It's like it's like a little
1: summer camp. Yeah. Kind of, so. Or an anxiety attack, depending yeah, yeah. on what, <laughs> where you are in that situation, which I, I think I've been in. I've been in both sides. <laughs> but, yeah, it's cool. Very cool. Yeah.
0: And, um... So kind of after Drooling Slits finishes up, is the next band you do after that uh, Battle Royale?
1: Basically, I kind of like – I'm like I'm – I've always been just like trying to do a million bands at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I did like – kind of the same time that I was in uh, – Julian Slits, I like started this two piece band that I played drums in called like Race Car Race Car. And then I did like a Twee band called Trainbow. And then I started my first Screamo band called Own Your Ghost, and then that turned into Battle Royale. Mm. what what led to the, the name switch on that band? Uh it, like half the members quit. Mm. And I got full creative control. So I named it something really stupid and cool. Is is that after the the Japanese movie? Yes. Yeah, and also the movie <laughs> accepted. <laughs> Wait, what, what's that one? Uh, it's who is it? Martin Long, Thomas Long. I am not Tom. <laughs> not Tom DeLong. It's a movie about going to college, and like he's like he doesn't get accepted to any colleges, so he makes up his own college, and then it like he has to make it seem legit so that he can prove I don't know make his parents love him or something. But there's is a scene where somebody else battle royale in that. Ooh. To be to be completely so, so honest, it's, it's, a, it's a dual reference. Oh yeah, I it's, I like that. It's a- also it's just like a cool thing, like battle royale, like it's a big fight, you know. And the music was supposed to be like that, but it ended up just, you know, it was just like emo music. And so the, well, it's, you, I guess you were in
0: like kind of a range of like different sounding bands up until that point. But, like, maybe I'm wrong, but is, is like, Screamo and, like, that type of thing, like, your main shit? Or, like, did I just get that impression because I met you when that band was going? I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean,
1: like, because that was kind of how I thought about punk. Because when I first, even though there was a thriving Kansas City punk scene, I could not find it. The people that we had hung out with, like, were all from Platte City, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we, was, we, just, we went through... So many different groups of people trying to find which that sounds kind of weird, but I mean like there, a lot of them were like old men that were like we we're like, we know we aren't supposed to be hanging out with these people because they're old <laughs> and we're young yeah you can't mix you can't mix that up no, but it you know being seventeen and hanging out with a bunch of thirty five year olds and like i didn't do drugs or anything, and yeah. it was pretty uncomfortable for me but um yeah, I couldn't find anything, so... I thought, like, the only thing I could find was, like, a screamo scene, basically. Which, like, in my head, like, the natural progression of punk rock was that, like... It just kind of went in that direction. It got way more emotional and way more, like... Technical, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I just, like... I loved it, you know? It was sad. It was a sad kid. I was like, this is what I'm gonna identify with. Mm. Oh, yeah, and I guess it, it like...
0: Maybe if you are like kind of like tuned into like all of the Discord records stuff and like you kind of follow the discography and you're, and you're like oh it g- gets more like
1: emotional and like kind of so like is that kind yeah of... plus Judge Judge Ju- well I mean like you know that band is basically like a proto screamo band and then you get like Antioch Hero and heroin and then I'm just gonna go down a rabbit hole of all yep. the screamo bands that I know about. <laughs> But yeah it, to me, it made sense like it was just like it was just like another side of it, but you know and would you say that's like
0: kind of still how you feel about it, or are you just kind of uh happy just kind of picking and choosing like different kind of sounds to to play like are are you are you like'cause your Blue Healer isn't playing anymore Yeah, no, it's not. So are you, are you in
1: are you working on a band like that right now or Um no, actually I've kinda like decided Do well, I still love that kind of music and I mean I try not to think of Blue Healer like a Screamo band, even though I totally know that it was. But it was like, you know, Man, I'm glad we have that on record, because Matt would just be always denying that. <laughs> no, because yeah, because I would always deny it. But yeah. then you, you look back on it, it's like I mean really I did. By that point in time, I kind of stopped. Lis- I kind of stopped listening to Scream Out music mm. when I was like 22. Like, I'm mean, not completely. I still listen to it, but you know, it stopped being this like, oh, I'm obsessed with this, and I, I just, because in my mind, the like n- on the national level, that sort of scene, felt really diluted to me, and it kind of stopped seeming like punks who got into. Who like kind of had this came to the same conclusions that I came to where it's like oh this is just another form of it like some ways I really see it as a, like you know you you actually kind of take that m- mainstream screamo music and you, it almost seems like it came more from that direction with a lot of things that I hear now though there are still super sick bands actually a really good screamo band that is going to be I don't know if they want to be called a screamo band but Soul Glow they're going to be playing here before the fest I'm not going to be able to see them because I'm going to be down there but. If you, that band's really good, you should go see them. All right, and I'm pretty sure Ebony Tusks and Young
0: Machetes are opening that show, too. Whoa. That's that's what I, they might be opening that, so that'll definitely be a really cool show. I haven't listened to Soul Glow yet, but. Yeah,
1: they're really, they're really good.
0: Yeah, and, um, so, um, but but you're not in, I I know Matt has two new bands, and. Those are big water and gun band, and you're not doing either of those. No, I'm not okay. in any of those bands. Okay, I was just checking. But um, back a little, a little rewind to Battle Royale. Um, I want you to tell me about the legendary four way split. Oh yeah, I, I think that's just like a really great document of where, like, the scene was like back in like when
1: when did that come out? Like 2012 or yeah, it came out. It was supposed to I don't think it actually came out in twenty twelve though. Mm-hmm. It might have come out at the very end, but I remember we had like recorded those songs hoping that we would get them back in time for this huge we did three of the bands that were on that split all went on tour together to the West Coast and it was the worst decision. Oh, what that... Out there? Oh it just you there was like fifteen of us and and like three totally no name bands going to I mean it was once again, a great experience and I loved it but it was like we didn't make any money nobody cared would not this is not a regret in my life I loved it but yes it was like on paper a not not a great tour yeah we had to like we took a cargo van and we didn't have seats for everybody Mm -hmm. so we just like chained down these like old car seats in the back and like we were like had to face each other and i mean just it was just like so such intense contact like constantly and yeah whatever forget about it (laughs) what what, what cities did you get to hit on that tour um we played a salt lake city and boise idaho uh portland fresno california Oakland, I think we played in Oakland maybe. We played two, a couple shows in California. I know one was in Fresno. I don't know where the other one was. But uh, then we played in uh, Las Vegas, um, and then New Me- Al- Albuquerque, New Mexico, and then Austin, San Antonio, and Denton, Texas. Those are, uh, yeah, that's it. Those are all the places.
0: Nice. And, um, do you know whose idea it was to have, like... Was it, like, everyone's dad's on the cover <laughs> yeah. of the split?
1: Yeah. Um I want, yeah, I want to know about that. But I think it was Steven, uh, Steven Prosky's idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really know. Someone was just like, we're going to... Like, I had such little to do with it because I was kind of a baby, and I was just like, yeah, no, I'm so excited to be on a record. Wow. Everyone kind of told me what to do, but... uh I don't know. Everyone was just like, "Yeah, we get a picture of your dad. We're going to we're going to have your our dads be the cover of it." And it was like, "Okay." We were like going to have the original plan was to like get everybody with their dads, but it was that was like impossible because everyone's yeah. dad was like like not every, not everyone lived there, so but yeah, that was that was funny. I
0: think that was yeah, that was a, uh, a a nice piece of uh art to go with that. And um, yeah, how would? Cause, <clears throat> I don't know. I I honestly I should have like gone back and like kind of just listened to the discography like kind of front to back. But I I know the the band kind of did like evolve to like a different sound by the time it was finished. Yeah. How, how would you say it kind of changed from when you started it?
1: I kicked everyone out because <laughs> I'm a dickhead. Um, but yeah, I basically like just got like different people to play in it mm. and, uh, also my tastes changed, you know, it's still like the same, I don't know. It like, instead of sounding like a more modern, like I was just ripping off like 10 grand and, uh, that Texas band innards. I feel like that was like what we sounded like. Well, not that good, but I was just ripping off that and then I just got really into like Like, there's a Missouri screamo band called Love Lost But Not Forgotten, and I basically just got really into them and was like, okay, I'm going to rip this off now. Because that's all all making music is. (laughs) Just ripping off other people. Yeah, and if you're not admitting it, you're you're a liar, you know, right? Yeah, there's no such thing as creativity. No, there's creativity. There's creative people. They're all around me. I just am not one. I am. So creative. (laughs) Yeah, I'd, I'd argue that. And, um, yeah...
0: Are are would would are you kind of bummed your, yourself that there isn't a lot of like kind of screamo or noise rock or post hardcore like stuff happening locally right
1: now? Not necessarily. I mean, like, yeah, I love seeing that type of music. You know, it's really cool, and like when it's done well, it's just like so. It's like so, it be so. It can be like emotional and intense, and it can be so drawing. But I just feel like. I mean, I really just want to see bands that are, like, innovative and interesting and seem like they care about their music. So, I mean, I don't care. There's plenty of bands that do that, you know, I have friends that do that. I mean, I kind of wish that there were more bands in Kansas City. This is – if anybody's listening to this, please start a band. You should do it. You can – I don't – You hit me up. I'll book your band. Just please start one. Play play music. Please. (laughs) And play, play, play good music. Play good music. Cause it has to good be good. Music. You'll get good. Play, play, just start kind of good music Start and then, your shitty and then it'll, band. It'll eventually, be good. Yeah, exactly. You start your shitty band. You're like, whatever. I'm gonna do this, and then you're like, oh, this sucks. And then you're like, oh no, I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna think about it a different way, and then I'm gonna do it again. And then you just keep doing that, and then, or you just start off and you rock. I don't know. Just do it, please. We'll book your band everywhere, all over the city. We'll change the world. Yeah, you could be a motivational speaker. I won't. <laughs> Couldn't.
0: No, but um, oh, what was I going to ask after that? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, last week on the show, I had uh, Gabe Coppage on the show, and we we kind of at one point ended up talking about just how, like, Kansas City's, like, punk scene has kind of, like, morphed over the last, like, five or six years. Yeah. And... I want to. I'm, I'm kind of interested in your opinion on like, like your view on like what you think has kind of changed in like the DIY scene and like what you think has like become more prevalent and all that type of junk.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I I, 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 I think about it sometimes. It's definitely because what was like, what was like five or six years ago, like two oh Oh God, 2011, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to like really have a concrete feeling about it, just because I'm older and I like, I don't know. I'm still relative, you know. I'm still with it. I'm like, still like around it all the time, and I definitely like can really love it sometimes. But I don't know. I mean, the music's always changing. It's always different bands. But I feel like people are always trying to do the same thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is is there anything
0: like you're particularly like missing out on that kind of used to be present or something that there is now that you're you're like glad is happening or I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like one thing that I've noticed lately, and it's just like a mixture, like people because of the fact that I don't feel like everybody's as concentrated. That was def- that was definitely one thing is that I felt like before, you know. There was like this huge emphasis on hardcore bands. I feel like you know, everybody, everybody had one. They were just like trading cards or something. Everyone had their. It was like, oh yeah, I have a hardcore band. I you know, you go to the store, the cashier's like, yeah, I've got a hardcore band. You want to play your show? I'm like, yes, because I'll book anybody. But um, I don't know. I, I, I like I like the fact that because of the fact that uh, it's kind of there isn't, it's not as concentrated, there's not like all the same type of band that kind of forces people to uh, have different kind of music. Like the Soul Glow show, I mean, they're like a screamo band, and it's like a bunch of hip-hop that's playing with it, and that's awesome, you know, because it's, you can't just like, get, what's the word, cornered, funneled, something, whatever, just don't do the same thing, like it's just, you can't, I mean, I do, I do miss seeing all those, like, hardcore bands all the time. And there still are really good bands that play that style of music in town. But definitely, like, loved, I love having, like, a diversity of music that you're hearing. Because it's awesome. Just go to a show and it's like, oh, you know, like I've watched the same type of band four times. As opposed to, like, being like, oh, this band. Why is it like I got a banjo? What, that person doesn't even play an instrument. They just have a, key, a, a computer. And then it's like, oh, but then there's this band this was great. I had a great time. I'm gonna go home. That was a three band show. This is the best night all week. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I would definitely have to agree that like things are
0: a little more like sonically diverse than they have been in the past. So I think that's one thing to be excited about. And um, so, what have you been working on with like all the bands that you are playing in right now? Um. So yeah. What's up with uh, Mentita? I guess we'll just kind
1: of. Okay. Mentita's um, actually, we just finished up recording uh, some new songs. We were trying to do like an EP or whatever, but it might just be another demo because we can't find anybody who wants to put it out. I um, mean, maybe somebody will. But yeah, we're just trying to put out a 7 inch right now, and if we can't get someone to put it out, we're just going to do another tape, probably around the time of uh, that fest in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Everything is not okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, just like Been kind of taking it easy with a lot of my bands Lately I mean, still practicing every week But it's like, Matita just recorded And that's done, it's all mixed And it sounds, I think it sounds good And then uh, Unforgiven 5 just recorded um, A new demo And I think we're going to record another one Pretty soon too But uh, I don't think we I think we have another show coming up February 24th or something. We're playing with Bib somewhere. I don't know. Uh, and then Natural Man, we're just writing. We've been writing a bunch. We're going to play that fest in Oklahoma too. And uh, we have a 7-inch coming out. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Somebody put out a 7-inch of ours. And it, we sent it to them. And somebody said that it's going to exist in this reality in this plane, that I might. hope
0: it's in this reality. I yeah. don't
1: want any of those other realities getting the record before we do. Yeah, that would be a shame because it'd probably be lost forever. And we don't really have the technology to traverse other dimensional planes. If anyone out there has the
0: technology to traverse other existential planes, hit us up. Please. Um, send us a tweet. Tweet us. <laughs> No, and, um, no, yeah, but, uh, Natural Man's been playing a lot of, uh, new songs
1: live lately, I've noticed, so. Yeah, yeah, we, we've been writing, it's, like, that's all we've been doing, we have, like, a lot of, a lot of new songs. I think we wanna do an LP. I wanna do an LP. I've never done one. Oh, man, that, that's, that, it, that is,
0: like, kinda one goal to kinda set out for. Yeah, that's one of my, one of my
1: dreams, a little bucket list item. Bucket list, Buck- bucket list. Put out, put out this a uh, message to the world. Put out my LP. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. I don't care if it's, it could be just me. Help me.
0: Oh yeah, and uh, but you are working on some solo music right now. Too. Yeah, and that's under the name Bitter Honey. Yeah, I think it? that's what I'm gonna call it. Mm-hmm. What's that stuff
1: like? Is, is it is it like race car? Race car? Is it no? It's a <laughs> yeah. little, little
0: post punk stuff. Right?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess kind of i mean you'll yeah. punkin did in seventy seven dude everything everything else is post punk man you're right, it's all you're right, you're it's right. all
0: over man
1: <laughs> yeah
0: what, what's what's the new stuff sound like
1: um I've actually played three solo this is, this will be my third show playing by myself, mm-hmm. um but the first time I did it, I had like a guitar it's like all it's like it's like looping stuff mm-hmm. the first time I did it, I just like played a guitar and looped it and had like a drum. And then the second time I did it, I like had kind of a setup with some keyboards and I had this little Korg Volca beats, like drum sequencer. And it sounded really bad, but I recently purchased like a drum machine and I have all these pedals. So it's going kind to, of, it's just like, I don't know. Just hope, hopefully it's fun. That's kind of it. I just kind of want people to be able to see it and be like, Oh yeah, maybe I'll do a little bit of this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, a little, a little dance, rock, and roll. Yeah. You know, I got a, a keyboard that's, like, all circuit bent, mm-hmm. and um, it sounds crazy, and I don't know. It'll be cool. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I've been working on it for a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and I meant to ask you um, about Natural Man, because I went, and the the article didn't end up working out, and maybe it'll work out in the future. I, I came over and talked oh, yeah. to you guys. It was supposed to be for a pitch article, but... Um so we were talking about just kind of like the band's like songwriting <coughs> process and all that and it sounded like everyone like kind of contributed to like a certain extent. So yeah. like do do you end up writing any lyrics for that band?
1: Oh no, I don't write it. The 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 lyrics are all Ian and Stephanie mm. for sure. I mean they hear other people's words. Mm. So I mean there's always an influence. So maybe we all do write it because we're all together sharing the same energy. Man, yeah, I need to get some royalties then. When yeah, you really. Here. We'll, 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 we'll talk to Neck Chop. Neck Chop, I think that was it. Yeah. we'll we'll talk to them. We'll mm. figure it out. We'll we'll get you your cheddar, your money. Oh, uh, all about the cheddar. I know you love I, it. I, that's why I'm a music journalist. You know that's cause it's,
0: mild cheddar. That's <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So is do you think uh, playing like your solo mu- music? Do you think you have, like, a lot of, like, kind of lyrical content that you do kind of want to spend your time on, and, like, since you're playing in all these bands, you might not get to
1: contribute lyrics to? Is that something you're excited to do now? Uh, Yes and no. I just feel like a lot of other people have more important things to say than me. Not to try and quiet myself, but, you know, I mean, like, the vocal aspect of that is more so just, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I am excited to, like say stuff you know I have, I have things to say and I don't think you're going to be able to understand them because I'm going to have 40 hundred p- pedals r- running my vocals through and you're just gonna, it's going to sound like <laughs> but if you dig deep enough you'll you'll see some you'll hear some really deep like feelings I have and you know yeah, yeah. And, you know he- hearing stuff isn't
0: always about uh understanding that stuff you know it's, yeah uh, it's art you know you don't gotta yeah, don't question look, look me. too deep.
1: Yeah. You don't have to... You can interpret it. Yeah. But
0: you're not going to know. An In- interpretive rock and roll for dancing. That's right. That's, that's a bit of honey right there. It's not
1: even really rock and roll. It's more like... <laughs> no, it's not really like that either.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, what... Is there anything else you've been working on lately or that you're just real excited
1: about? Uh, I mean... Excited about every day. Every day is a gift. <laughs> says uh, I think Jesus Christ says that, right? Jesus um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, just those three bands. Working, been working on myself, you know, trying to look inside and you know, find my, myself. So, is that a New Year's resolution of yours? Yeah, uh, find myself. A little soul searching. Yeah, it's gonna. You know, wake up every day, look in the mirror, and say, who, who am I? That's what I'm most excited for. I'm All the other people's band, it's trying to find the band, this band.
0: Who is Scott Coda Shiv?
1: Yeah, the real solo project.
0: Because <laughs> we're all alone in this universe. Or maybe that's, like, therapy, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dude, I got a therapist, so
0: don't worry. Uh, but, yeah, um, I think that's most of what I wanted to get to. Um... So yeah, people can visit shellcockmusic.com for all the articles and everything. Uh, there's uh, shellcockmag.bigcartel.com if you want to get a t-shirt, button, photo zine. Uh, and follow on shell- at shellcockmag on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And there's a show at the Come and Go happening on February 17th with uh, Shadybug from St. Louis with uh, locals Dead Dads Club, Leg Day, and Tall Boys. And yeah, where can is there any websites that
1: people should uh, follow you on or listen to your music at or uh yeah, I guess if you want to listen to the music that I uh contribute to, there's a couple of bandcamp.com websites that you could check. Uh I can't remember what is band is it the band and then Bandcamp? Yeah. Oh yeah, so for Mentira's music it's Mentira it 's m e n t i r a k c dot dot com and then natural man is mutants for nuclear waste dot dot com i think it's the number four yeah the number four, number four. and then unforgiven five is just unforgiven number five k c dot dot com i think you guys are a little inconsistent with uh
0: like if it's the spelled out or if it's the numbers. Well, it's so,
1: whatever you remember. want it to be. It just is. don't make it a Roman numeral. Just Google it, you know. I don't want unforgiven be bees, please.
0: Oh yeah, and and also uh, a little PSA. Um, yeah, it is pronounced mentida. That's right. And you know, everyone out here going like mentira. I know that we live in the like, Midwest. Sound like a hick, and you should quit it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just as for the record, that is how it is pronounced. Yeah. And
0: no, oh, and oh man, I was I meant I. Skip this little thing, I man. I guess we. I'm, I'll, I'll just say it now. I just. It's less of a question and more just me like giving you a little shout out here. I'm like I always just see you at like you know most gigs and you're like maybe you know a band isn't quite as like trendy or exciting to watch or whatever. But I feel like you're one of like the few people that's always like sticking around and being real friendly and like listening to what whatever someone's got to say and uh, i just want to you know let you know
1: i appreciate that I don't know. thanks aaron i feel like you know i feel like you kind of do the same thing no, you know you're all me. you're around you're at all the shows you're you're supporting everybody you have this beautiful publication was that right is that what yeah, i call sure. it a publication you want to call it. that's what i told my mom on the way <laughs> over here
0: it's an online uh, publication, uh, stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to support it. You know, that's the thing about music and a music scene is that if you want it to exist and you want it to be good, you kind of have to be there for it, and you kind of have to, you know, show people that you care within it and with, you know, and outside of it. But that's how I feel. I feel like that's it. I don't know. No, oh, yeah. I like it. I like it all too. I just want to support people. Everybody's great. Not everybody. Some people fucking suck. Yeah. Look like at the record show. People that suck, uh, you suck. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean yeah. That's right. I'm not looking at anybody, but you some people they know. Oh they know.
0: But yeah, thanks for
1: <laughs> thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank thank you, Aaron. I really appreciate it.